You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to hell, uh, an all-new episode of Health by Suck at Dating. Man, we're already off to a shaky start He's already here. screwing up the intro. Um, I uh, I want to take a second and uh, announce our <laughs> guest co-host this week. Obviously, is Sydney Lutwaco. I'm not sure... Uh, if you guys have already known that because you've read the Spotify description, but Sydney, we didn't, I, we didn't get a chance to talk about this before this episode started recording. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of glad that we didn't because you just recently got engaged. Is that right? Yes, I'm engaged. Congratulations. Congratulations. Let's spend the next two hours talking about this engagement. All right, let's do it. What do you want to know? <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, awful, as Jared said, congratulations. Thank you. We kind I of, appreciate, yeah, I feel like we were talking about the possibility of me getting engaged the last time I was on here. That's so. what I was going to say. I feel like we kind of knew it was a long time coming. Yeah. You're glowing. You look so happy. Thank you. I'm very happy. Yeah, we're very excited. Um, now we're just starting in the process of wedding planning, which is expensive. <laughs> well, so tell us yep. about the engagement a little bit. Yeah. So we got engaged in December. Um uh, December, I think like 5th. I already don't remember the date. You don't remember um, the day you got engaged? <laughs> I know. I'm really it's bad. It's been dates. like two months. I know. I need to have it like written on my hand. Um. So yeah, December, I think it was 5th or 6th, something like that. <laughs> but um, he surprised me by doing it kind of in a photo shoot. So he, I'm very hard to surprise because I'm the one that plans everything that we do. Um, so we had to get tricky with it. So we had a photographer reach out that we worked with before for like other photo things. And she and I are good friends. And she reached out about doing like a cute Christmas themed photo shoot. And I was like, yeah, that's totally cute. I just had to run it by Nick. Like he's not the biggest photo shoot fan. Um, so I had to like run by this plan with him. So I got to pick out like where the photo shoot was, what we were wearing, what it was going to look like, all this stuff. And at the last minute, the photographer had texted me and was like, Hey, I have a really cute idea. Like, why don't we write love letters? Why don't you guys both write love letters to each other and we can read them on camera. I've seen people do this. It's makes for like a really cute photo shoot. 
Um, and then you guys can like exchange them at the shoot. And I was like, well, that's super cute. But again, I have to run this by Nick because that sounds like something he might not want to do. Um, so he's a really good liar. I learned from our engagements because I would run it by him and he'd be like, oh, that's, I have to do what? Like, what do I have to do? Like, he would just act like he didn't really want to do it when, and in fact, it was actually his idea. So I thought like it could be happening maybe at this photo shoot. Cause I thought that'd be super cute. Um, and I had a pros and co- like cons list in my mind of the reasons why it could be happening <laughs> and the reasons why it couldn't be happening. And by the time we were like on the way there, I was like, okay, there's no way it could be happening because every time I asked him or tried to throw a curveball, he knew he had an answer for everything. Um, like what, like, so give us a, why, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, for, well, just even the fact that he was like lying about mm-hmm. not wanting to do it. Um, even my friend, my best friend had texted him as we were on the way there. It's not like they talk normally. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would, he asked my brother and my friend besides my parents for my hand in marriage, essentially. Um, so she was texting him back finally. And I was like, why is, why is Casey texting you? And he was like, oh, oh, why is she? Te- oh, you know what? I texted her about your gifts. So don't look at the text um, because I was asking her like what I should get you for Christmas. So just like uh, like right on the moment knew how to lie mm-hmm. about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a perfect excuse. OK, yeah, I guess that's true. So things like that. Um, and just the fact that the photographer was the one setting everything up when, in fact, it was actually him, um, even with the date that they picked, like originally we're going to do one date and then we had to switch the date at the last second. And he had to like switch up all these details and the. And those last like few hours before we got engaged. So yeah, he was just really on top of it. And it, it, when we switched letters, so we read each other, our letters, we switched letters at the last moment. So, uh, he read mine first, which was way too long for what this was. So if I knew I was getting engaged to, or getting proposed to, I would have made a very short letter. <laughs> um, and then I read his letter, which was in this journal that we shared when we were doing long distance. So it's really cute. And Basically, I asked for my own hand in marriage. Um, in the letter? One. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, that's what I was thinking me? he might do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's kind of perfect. I asked myself. That's good. Um, so then he got on one knee at the end of like me leading that, re- me reading that letter. And yeah, it was super, it was very cute. Super perfect. My, uh, my parents were on FaceTime because at the last second, his parents walked up the stairs um, and saw us like saw him get on one knee and my parents were on FaceTime. So they were a part of it too. So yeah, it was very, that's awesome. Wow. What a great engagement. Holy shit. He did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, And then we have like pictures and photos from it. So, or like videos from it. So yeah, it was, it's perfect. (laughs) You want to know what's so cool about this um, engagement for, for me personally and selfishly um, is that however long ago, when you first co-hosted with us, it was a while ago. I remember you were talking about uh, this guy that you just started dating and how much you liked him and, and then the next time you, we talked to you, you were like, yeah, you know, I'm going to move to, I think it was Ohio. And we were like, wow, that's really fast. And now here you are, however long later. I know it's like, obviously, this this engagement came for all because of you guys and not because of Help I Suck at Dating. Selfishly, mm-hmm. I want to believe that yeah. all of this was made possible because of Help, help I Suck at Dating. I you think know, we had I a part will, of it. I will agree. You guys have been at every, each benchmark of our relationship yeah. i've been on a p- episode i feel like so yeah you guys have seen the full journey of it so you I, helped i mean I it feels in like some way it just feels like there's one engagement after another on this podcast and right? I mean, like it's either coincidence no or fate suck at dating so thanks to you guys i am fixed you know that's what right. we're here for yeah you're doing something right <laughs> um so now that you guys are planning the wedding 
Are, are you having any arguments about, do you want a big wedding, small wedding? Have you always envisioned your wedding? Well, how, how does, before you answer, Sydney, how does this work? So you don't start yeah. planning your wedding the second after you get engaged. I mean, I know you've been engaged for two months now, but I mean, yeah. is that wrong of me to, to think? I mean, you you technically don't, but then people immediately are asking, so like, when's the wedding? Where is it going to yeah. be at? What, what's, what are you wearing? What are you eating? <laughs> like all these things. So I mean, wait you, till you get married. The next question is when you have a baby, baby and yeah. then you have a baby and you're like, <laughs> when are you having baby? another one? And you're like, can everyone shut the hell up? Please? Yeah, exactly. And then, you start, and then you get really old and they're like, when are you going to die already? <laughs> yeah. When are you <laughs> exactly. going to die? Let's, let's wrap this up. Okay. Yeah. Be done. Um, so you don't plan right away, but I mean, you start getting excited. I think once you decide when you're getting married, it's going to determine when you should start planning. We don't, we don't have a date until it's May, 2023. So we have a while. Um, but I've started to plan and I, it looks like it's going to take me a long time. Um, but you start having to like figure out where it's going to be. Um, if you're going to have a planner, if you're going to have a band, if you're traveling where people are going to stay, like all that kind of stuff. And the most important thing is like the, the guest list, um, because that determines how much everything costs. So we're working through that currently because that's very hard to figure out who's invited, who's not. Why did you guys decide on uh, May 2023? Um, Weather and Mm. (laughs) (laughs) um, our venue had that open. Like there there wasn't a lot of options for 2022 because of COVID. Like I think everyone pushed back into 2022. Mm. At one point I was like, there was an option for May 2022. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? Maybe like that, I could pull that together. And he was like, are you dumb? Like, no. So yeah. I'm Why even rush it? You're engaged <laughs> exactly. once in your life. You'll exactly. be, once you guys are married. Enjoy it. Exactly. Enjoy every aspect of being engaged because once you're married, then people stop caring about you as much, you yeah. know, now you're just a, a married couple. So enjoy the engagement, the newlywed <laughs> stage. It's fun. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. It's super fun. And it's like fun to put together mood boards and, you know, use my creativity hat. Um, but yeah, we have, we have a, a good amount of time, but I'm excited to like get things rolling. I got to say, you were mentioning this uh, just a minute before I cut you off. One of my biggest deterrents of ever wanting to have a wedding is um, the guest list. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's, it's the worst so part. Hard. I, especially like, with having family that like you have to invite everyone's family. And then mm-hmm. that's like a hundred people as it is. So well, then- family is fine. I don't like, I know family <laughs> like obligated to have an invite. It's like the friends and it's not so much yeah. like your close friends. It's like the fringe friends. Where you're like, oh, we really like each other and we're friends, but like, do I like you? Like, are we good enough friends to you, for you to come to my wedding? Yeah. yeah. Dean saw that uh, close uh, close of a personal on this on this podcast uh, during <laughs> yeah. my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a tough time That's what time I'm talking right about, dude. And I'm sure that, that was like an incredibly stressful situation for you to be in. And especially now, because Sydney, you're going to go through the same situation. You have bachelor friends that have probably dated right. other bachelor friends that you're both friends with, but you're like, yeah. uh, is it going to call awkwardness? Like they're not on good terms. Do I invite them? Cause I want, you know, I, you know, I'm closer with one. So I want to make sure they have the best time possible, but I'm pretty close with the other one that should probably yeah. be there, but it might ruin the other person's time without telling me. And it's just going to be chaotic. Yeah. It's have a lot fun. of moving parts, right? <laughs> but it's, it's also so much fun. Because at the end of the day, don't let any of that drama phase you. It's your wedding. You're allowed to be selfish. That's the way Ashley and I thought about it. And uh, just do what you want. (laughs) 
At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. While we're on the topic, keep giving out some advice for Sydney. You know, you've been engaged. What's some good tips? (laughs) Yeah, what are some tips you got for her? For wedding planning or being engaged? For, I guess both. Both for, for being I'll engaged, maybe give her some tips and then maybe give her some things that she could pass on to Nick because you only really know it through the guy's lens. 
Uh, I would say if you're going to do a wedding, if you're going to say, hey, we're going to invest some finances into this wedding, some time and effort, then go all the way. Don't half-ass it. Because I think one of the biggest things for Ash and I was when we decided that we were going to do the wedding, that, you know, of course you have a budget, but within that budget, do everything you possibly can to make it the best day possible for yourself and for your guests. Even to, I always make this, use this example, Ashley and I talked to the band and said, these are the songs that we want you to play. And if you don't play these, then thank you so much for wanting to play at our wedding, but we're going to find someone else, you know, because it was just more... It was like we really wanted to create an experience. So my advice is whatever you want to do, do it. Some people don't want to invest that much time. They want to just hire someone to take care of it and just enjoy the day and not even think about it. Mm-hmm. We weren't that way. You know, so my <laughs> advice would be if you're going to do a wedding, you're only going to get married once, knock on wood. So just go all in and do whatever the hell you yeah. want to do. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid of pissing someone off or... You know, your your parent might your parents might be like, I, I kind of want it this way. And you're like, I understand that and I respect that, but I want it that way. And this is my wedding and I love you and I want you to be here. But let me just be selfish. Yeah, I love that advice. Thank you. I'm going to be selfish. Are you <laughs> going to utilize your dancing um, abilities at all, like choreographing any kind of dances or anything like that? Absolutely. So I'm I mean, Nick doesn't fully know this yet, but there will there will be a choreographed dance. Things will be <laughs> happening. Maybe even like outfits will be being changed. A uh, whole thing. Yeah. That's my plan. I, I can um, see you. Um, and and I mean, like, the, I don't even know why I'm going to say this. I can see you wearing like Air Force Ones with your wedding dress and <laughs> and absolutely killing it. <laughs> I, would, I would be so here for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's a good luck. What's the uh, because you were an NBA dancer, correct? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know why. You know, that Chicago Bulls theme song. It's, it's serious. Oh, yeah. I think it, it's like dan, 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 dan. Mm. You don't know this, anybody? Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. I was thinking like, yeah, your your bridesmaids could uh, run down the aisle to that song. You know, you're giving me some ideas. <laughs> it could be kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. We could take so it in a lot of different theme ways for sure. So you live in Cincinnati now. Mm-hmm. Where, are you Are you guys like Bengals fans? The Super Bowl just happened. Was yeah. that a big thing in the city? <laughs> okay. oh, it, oh, it was. It was definitely a big thing in the city. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I've never been around like such super fans like that before. So it was really interesting for me to see because I wasn't generally a super or a football fan necessarily before, but I really appreciate the passion behind it. And I mean, all I have to watch with him, he's considered me now his good luck charm. I don't know how I got that role because now I have to sit in front of the TV with him while he is screaming his head off. Um, but Do you yeah, understand the- anything he says when he screams at the TV? No, it's he'll be like jumping up and down like, off the ground like sometimes he's like like banging on the ground running around the living room and i'm like what's what have we just watched so I, he, I started to get it towards the end but yeah is he more attractive when he does that less attractive <laughs> or it doesn't matter um i don't know it's i'm kind of medium with it i i, I like the passion um sometimes it's just a little loud for me but <laughs> i mean the whole city is just they are so loyal which i really love i mean even i was actually in la for Super Bowl weekend, not for the Super Bowl, just to go. And there was a huge like light up who day sign in the airport with like balloons all around it and like people posing in front of it. So it's just like very much 
their thing here. Like even my yoga teacher was playing a Bengals playlist playlist for like the last month because they were like continuing forward. And I was like, if I have to hear jock jams one more time (laughs) during (laughs) meditation, I'm going to freak out. But so it's just like a part of the culture here. So I, I mean, I appreciate it. It's making me at least understand football more, which is a big step for me because I didn't really have any knowledge of it before. So yeah. Well, and, and Cincinnati doesn't really have much to root for professionally wise because they yeah. don't have basketball or hockey or anything, right? So it's mostly baseball and football. Oh, that's right. And now yeah. baseball's coming again. And I'm like, oh the Reds, Lord. I think they are, right? Cincinnati <laughs> yeah, Reds. Reds. Yep. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, Not- I didn't know baseball was every day, basically. I didn't know they played that many games in a row. Yeah, it's way too long. Yeah. So <laughs> like at playing. least you're not dating Jimmy Fallon from uh, Fever Pitch. Could that be that'd be pretty bad? Sometimes yeah. I, I I try to act like him because obviously I'm a Red Sox fan, and then Ashley just doesn't enjoy it as much. But uh, I digress. Uh, so we do have a lot to get to with Sydney. Uh, we have some hot topics coming up, including Aaron Rodgers and Shane Lee Woodley. Call it quits. But before we get into that, let's take a quick break. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. 
Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Like we teased, there's there's two things I want to get to. One, this Shane Lee Woodley and Aaron Rodgers story. And then there's another one that I looked up on a website called cracked.com. Yeah, you heard me correctly. And it's 25 bizarre statistics about relationship and sex. And I want to read some of these statistics to Sydney and Dean and get their reaction. But first and foremost, Aaron Rodgers and Shane Lee Woodley call it quits. Sydney, do you know who these two people are? <laughs> I know Shailene for what? Big Little Lies. And then I know he dated Jordan, or not dated, he's, his brother is Jordan Rodgers, which was a bachelor person. So See, that's, that's so funny. Usually knowledge. it's the opposite. People <laughs> right. are like, oh, Jordan, you're Aaron's brother. I know, so that's, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice to hear. Be like, oh, yeah. Aaron is Jordan's brother. Yeah. yeah. I, I, wonder, like I wonder if anyone... Like I wonder if anyone approached Aaron Rodgers like during his time on The Bachelorette and they were like, hey, I'm a big fan of your brother. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, because I'm, sure, be like, awesome. I'm sure it was always the other way around. Um, that's that's a bummer about Aaron Rodgers. He always he's got a pretty good uh, dating track record. I think you want to know why I think they broke up, though. Hmm. It's because Aaron Rodgers is prepping a move to Denver and, uh, you know, he doesn't want to be in a long distance relationship with someone. That's a <clears throat> yeah, but is Sh- Shane Lee Woodley, isn't Colorado like very progressive? I feel like... Uh, there's Shane pockets Woodley of it where really it's enjoy like her time in Colorado. Pretty yeah. is wait. Are, why you say it with a smirk? I'm confused. <laughs> I'm I'm being a hundred percent serious. I know I said it with a smirk because it's a ridiculous statement, but I find it when I was thinking about where Rodgers could go in the NFL, I was thinking, mm. well, where would Shanley Woodley want to be in oh. Denver, Colorado? I was like, okay, I think she could be there. For example, if he was like, hey, I want to go play um, in, I don't know, Houston. She might be like, ah, uh, I think this relationship could be over. But right. Denver, I think you could see that. This is from experience. The reason I'm saying this is because I've had years of experience with Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, where it's been like Tom needed to approve wherever he was going to go with Giselle. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Giselle told him, you either retire or we're getting a divorce, which is why he retired. Because but I let's don't... say, can we say about Tom Brady, he might come out of retirement. Like he even said himself, he will assess in, you know, five months or however long it is. He a hundred percent did not want to retire. He didn't want to play for Tampa anymore because he doesn't really? like Rosarians. And he, uh, I think Giselle was like, listen, you're done. You're retiring. It's over. And yeah. I think in like, he retired now and in about four months, there's going to be a lot of speculation about him going to San Francisco. And uh, mm-hmm. I think he could easily come out of retirement. But I digress. This is not about Tom. I've already talked about no, him No, let's far keep it about long. Tom because I've got questions yeah. for you. I've got questions for you. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, okay. I'm an open book. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So, A, I didn't know that he didn't like Bruce Arians. That's surprising yep. to me. Yeah. Um, and B, 
If you retire and you come out of retirement, are you at that point a free agent? No, he's technically still side with Tampa. However, I think the the conspiracy theory here is that he is retiring from Tampa and, you know, Tampa will obviously move on, make other plans at quarterback. And then in a couple months when Tampa already has another quarterback mm. in its system, he's going to say, hey, I want to come back and play. Tampa's already going to have their next quarterback. Tom's going to say, I don't want to play for Tampa. And then you can trade me. And then right. there'll be mm. suitors out there saying, like a team that's one quarterback away. Sorry, I know. <laughs> Hannah's like, are you freaking kidding me, Tom Brady again? <laughs> My point being is that when he comes out of retirement and Tampa says, okay, we're going to trade you, a team like Tennessee, who's one quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl, or San Denver. Francisco, who's a quarterback away. Denver, honestly. Yeah. Like, if Denver doesn't get Rodgers, why wouldn't Brady want to go there? I mean, Peyton uh, did it. Because it's cold. But you have seen Brady win in the first season in a new place as he did with Tampa. So I can see what you're saying. It makes sense. He doesn't need that much warm-up, ramp-up time in a new system because he's the smartest human in the history of existence. And he wants to, he wants to go to San Francisco. That's what it really comes down to. He's a huge 49ers fan. But we really should not be talking about this because people have <laughs> already tuned us out. Should we I change mean, I the podcast? About, <laughs> I can talk about Tom and Giselle. I mean, that's pretty compelling stuff right there. But anyway, Aaron Rodgers, Shane Woodley is over. I think this is probably going to enhance Aaron Rodgers' NFL career. I'm not going to lie because I think uh, not to, <laughs> I just think sometimes, especially later in life, um, rightfully so a lot of these athletes, they, you know, they have other priorities. They have family, they have relationships. They're not as focused on, <clears throat> on the sport anymore, or the game, because they're older and hmm. there's just different priorities. So I think now that he's single again, I think he'll probably just want to focus on the NFL and try to get one more Super Bowl for retire. So if he does go to Denver, I think this is great news for you, Dean. I would love that. Hey, before we get to your uh, dating topics that you wanted to mention, um, I want to touch on this one real quick. Do you guys watch Euphoria at all? No. no <laughs> I I've want heard, to. Uh, yeah. I've heard uh, Zendaya is like crazy good in it. You guys don't watch Euphoria. It's the best show okay. on television right now. I watched the first two episodes. I heard the second season's really good, but I couldn't for the beginning of it, watch it and not think about how they're like high schoolers and doing all mm. those like very sexual things. So I had to move past that. So once I do, I'm going to start it because I hear it's amazing. Right. You feel like because they're playing high schoolers and you see them naked. And so you yeah, feel like I'm you're like, watching naked uh, high schoolers. I weird. I, oh, it's like watching weird. that movie 13. That's how I felt kind of watching um, Euphoria at the beginning. But I'm going to give it a second chance. Once I don't I know what 13 past. is. Or it's kind of like Babysitter's Club-ish. I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen that movie, but I kind of understand the premise of it. Anyways, I was going to say that two other characters are confirmed dating, and I wanted to talk to you guys about that. But I guess if you have never seen the show, you wouldn't really care very much about it. So, um, well, Jared, we could. Yeah, I'll, I'll go upstairs real quick and talk to Kaylin about it. Yeah, um, Jared, you can get to you can get to your uh, topic of conversation, whatever you wanted to talk about. Sorry, my dogs are barking in the background. Shocking, I know. The dogs are freaking out. It never happens on this podcast. Well, I did want to get to an article that I found called uh, entitled 25 Bizarre Statistics About Relationship and Sex. Because we talk about like tidbits and advice about dating and relationships, especially going into the new year. But I thought it'd be interesting to hear some statistics about <laughs> just, you know, us, this house is in constant state of chaos right now. All right, so number 25. So after hearing music, apparently women are more attracted to men. Sydney, I want to get your take on this. So in a University of Vienna study, women rated photos of men as more attractive and were up to about 10% more likely to say they date the men if they heard just 25 seconds of music earlier. Several types of music were tried, and apparently highly stimulating and complex music 
had the most powerful effects. So Sydney, do you think that'd be mm. true that you'd find someone more or less attractive if they if either music was playing right before or during you met this person? I feel like that's a very interesting study to make because it could be different type of people that you're looking at. And I don't know, it's interesting how they track that, but I can see how that could maybe play into it because if it's like a very romantic song or if you're, you know, when you listen to music for a while, you get in like certain moods or you feel really good or you feel maybe like very like open hearted um, after certain like music jam sessions. So maybe they were just in that headspace looking at these photos and maybe romanticized the photos based on the music. Maybe they thought of like, oh, this could be our music video. I don't know. So maybe there's like some subconscious things that happened there that led to that. So I could see how that could happen. I just feel like that's an interesting way to gather data. <laughs> I think a thousand percent. Dean, what do you yeah. think? I'm going to be totally honest with you. I was uh, messaging our producer about euphoria and I didn't even hear a single thing you said. So in the title, you know, bizarre statistics about relationship and sex. So apparently after hearing music, women are more attracted to men. There was a study done that said women rated photos of men as more attractive and were up to about 10% more likely to say they date that man if they heard just 25 seconds of music earlier. So pretty oh. much the study says that if you hear music, you find someone more or less attractive. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder why. And I, I think Sydney was talking about it, too. Like, what type of music are you listening to? But also, well, like, think about it. Think about, like, your intimate moments you have with partners. A lot of times <coughs> you're playing music or something, you know, so maybe that's why you associate music with, like. A thousand percent. I was yeah. sorry. I was just, like, thinking about times. I'm sure we've all been in situations where you're dating someone in your late teens, early twenties, and they have roommates and they might, you know, especially college dorm rooms, they oh. share a room. So you have to like ask to use the room for a while and then mm -hmm. you play music. So it's right. not mm. silent in there. I forgot about doing that. <laughs> oh yeah. I was, it was always a, a John Mayer playlist. Anytime we had the room. Yeah. Well, even, even really now, smooth. like in your, in your private lives, you can still, like it's it's kind of a little uncomfortable if there's no like sound in the background. So you yeah, still turn the music. TV on the background. <laughs> yeah, but it's then Tom you Brady get, like, some... highlights playing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Really gets me going. Oh man. So uh, I was I was also thinking based off this statistics, like, all right, here's the story. So I was I just did a workout prior to this podcast and running on the treadmill. I like listening to live music because for some reason it makes me work harder. But I was listening to a live version of Smooth by Rob Thomas and Santana. And I was thinking in my head, what a sexy song that is. Like if I was, mm -hmm. if I were to sing a song to try to woo Ashley, it would be smooth if I was okay. able to sing. And then I was thinking, is that this, like what's the sexiest song of all time? Because if there are music, if there are certain songs that women or men can hear that make the opposite sex or whatever gender they're attracted to more or less attractive, I wonder what song, like from what would be the sexiest Mine, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie, it might be smooth. Like if I saw a picture of a woman and smooth is playing, I'd probably find them sexier. <laughs> yeah. Am I crazy? I'm, 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 I'm losing my mind. No, nobody thinks this? Nobody? <laughs> I think sometimes you listen to music and you can think like they make you, they remind you of a person. So like if you're thinking of a song or certain lyrics of a song, like I remember Nick would send me like certain songs I hadn't heard and be like, oh, this song makes me think of you. So maybe there's like that correlation too. So there's a lot of ways you can take this. Yeah, yeah I can see how that works. I Do would think, think you're crazy. No, I mean, you are crazy. I definitely agree with that. I think that there is like, isn't that basically what like R&B, like it's a whole genre committed yeah. to like sexy sounding songs and stuff like that. 
And there's like sex jams on Spotify. There's a sex whole playlist. Jams. Yeah, exactly. So I think Jared, to your point, there's just like you get, uh, you know, a little horny off of a smooth, <laughs> which is fine. Hell but there's yes. a whole there's a whole <laughs> subsect of people out there that literally go on a Spotify and put on a sex playlist. So. Yeah. Well, according to Paste Magazine, I don't know if we ever heard of that. The number one sexiest song of all time is, you guessed it, "Let's Get It On" by Marvin Gaye. Is that overused though now? I feel like yeah. it would be a little cheesy almost now. I wouldn't hear that and be like, yeah, let's get it on. <laughs> now, these lyrics are really <laughs> hitting home for yeah, me right now. Yeah, you know. It might actually make the situation worse. Um, another crazy statistic. One in three millennials said the first thing they do post-coital. Mm. First of all, do we know what coital means? I mean, yeah, that, yeah I know, that was the first time I ever heard that word. Like oh. Post-coital. What the hell is that? Anyway. One in three millennials say the first thing they do post-coital is grab their phones. But 28% admitted they really want to check their phones during sex, with 12% saying they actually do check their phones during sex, which is crazy. How the hell do you get away with that? I will say the only way I want to check my phone because I get nervous that I'm on like Instagram live or I called my mom just then or that's why I'm checking it just to like make sure my life isn't ruined for a second. So that would be my intuition on it. But I don't think we should. Let's let's cuddle. Let's give it like one minute before we move on to our phones. Maybe the 60 seconds. I yeah. need 60 seconds. What, just of what, breathing. 60 seconds, exactly. And then we but, can check Instagram, yeah, please. Perfect. We, Kayla and I have been doing this thing. Well, so for a while, we've been like waking up in the morning and rolling over and grabbing our phones right away. We've been doing this thing where we're consciously unphoning ourselves. So we'll like wake up, uh, we tell each other we love each other, and then we read a book for 30 minutes every single morning. And we've been doing it for like a week now, and it's working really well. I think we need mm-hmm. to start distancing ourselves. And I know people always have been saying this for a while, but. We need, to, we need to create a gap between us and our phones. And if you're grabbing your phone in the middle of sex because you're of any other reason other than your word on Instagram Live, I think you got an issue. Yeah. Um, so the next statistic, sorry, I just clicked the wrong page. This one's actually for you, Sydney. So Marry You by Bruno Mars and Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. are, two, are the two most popular wedding songs in the United States, according to Spotify. Mm-hmm. I would don't agree use with one that. Of those. I'm not. No, don't worry. Um, yeah, but I think that was like maybe three years ago. Those were like the wedding songs to have, mm. or like at least the- thinking of, like Ed Sheeran really had a moment there um, at weddings. But yeah, I think we're getting to the place where it's now like satire almost because they're overplayed so much. Um, but if you had those songs, you know, more power to it. you. They're beautiful. Have you have you put any thought into your wedding song yet? Not yet. I just know there will be a dance, <laughs> whatever it is. But like a dance with Nick where you choreograph it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm gonna, we're going to make him lift me. We're going to. Oh, sh- yeah. Are you going to do uh, like dirty dancing uh, time of your life? No, I mean, I actually just got a flashback of trying that on the beach with Clay and it didn't go. All right. I've tried that a lot. <laughs> In life, and I remember trying it out at a bar once on the street, and I almost broke my neck. So maybe we won't try that one. There's no way that ended well. (laughs) Don't do that while you're drinking, ever. Um, Anytime you start a story, I was on the sidewalk (laughs) at a bar, and I tried this dance move. Jared, did you guys have a choreographed dance? Oh, no. We just kind of, we... You had a dance, but you didn't choreograph it. I was going to say, we winged it. That would be correct. Not we we wung it. Oh, you winged that's, it. That's incorrect English, correct? Uh, you're not asking the right people. <laughs> no, we winged it. 
Tastics. Correctly incorrect. Yeah, you winged it. We, yeah. So yeah, we, we it doesn't matter what you say. We all know what you meant. So you know what the trick was was we had one move where I could twirl Ashley, and like everybody started clapping. So we did that like four times throughout <laughs> the song, and every time we got a nice. round of applause, and we felt like we were professional dancers. That's nice. good because you could read your audience, which is a very good yeah. thing to be able to do. But then by the fourth one, we were all like, is he doing the spin move again? We've already <laughs> like, seen that three times. <laughs> all right, last last one, and then we'll move on to an email. Uh, I, I want to ask you guys what you think the answer is, because uh, this one's kind of funny. According to uh, information collected by something called Lovely and Lovely App, what do you think the average duration of a sexual episode between American couples are? So pretty much, how long do you think sex lasts in America? Eight minutes. Oh. 12 minutes. I was going to say like three minutes. Three oh. minutes? <laughs> well, what I'm are thinking we, what average. Are we, what are we Fair defining point. as sex? Is that like, is that yeah. um, a foreplay and stuff too? If that's the case, maybe like, tw- just like 25, 30 I gotta minutes? I got to be honest. I wish they had more information on here. That's all I got. Yeah. Because foreplay is considered sex, I would say. But oh, I, if, I it's just, if it's just foreplay, pure <laughs> penetration stuff. I would say. I was thinking like how long it takes the guy. That's what my mind was doing. Uh, For me, it's three hours. (laughs) I was going to say, if foreplay doesn't count, I mean 38 seconds. Yeah, exactly. I want to say, I was going to say below, under 20 minutes is my guess. Oh, yeah. Well under 20. Yeah. Uh, 12. 12 minutes, apparently, is the average duration. I think you said eight. I said eight, and then I corrected myself, and I said twelve, and then I said like three other numbers, but I said twelve at one. Point. Somewhere, were, yeah, twelve was somewhere in there. All right, good yeah. job, Dean. Dean gets the gold star for nice, today. Nice, Dean. Thank you. So let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up real quick. Uh, Sydney, as always, a pleasure having you as our guest co-host. You're actually uh, in luck, be, not you, Sydney. The listeners in luck because we have Sydney guest co-hosting with us for our next episode. So thank you for joining us on this episode. Be sure to tune to the next one where we might just suck a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. 
There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.